0: Hi, and welcome to Permission Slip. I've been thinking a lot lately about how I can give myself more grace and permission to design my thinking around the idea that this life is mine for the making. So in this episode of Permission Slip, I wanna share with you a few ways to look at imposter syndrome. I'm gonna start us off with why this matters and is arguably the most important aspect of your entire life and Your business. And then I'll move into my thoughts on imposter syndrome specifically. So, this quote attributed to Gandhi sums it up Your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits become your values. Your values become. Your destiny. In other words, what you think matters. What you think becomes your reality. So you must, must, must be aware of your thoughts. When you're aware of your thoughts, you can intervene and stop thoughts that undermine your confidence and your self-love and your appreciation. And you can be intentional and replace them with more empowering, encouraging, like merciful, loving thoughts. So I'm going to give you a little example. So I have ADHD and I use little crutches like post-it notes. They're an essential tool when I'm working. Is when I'm working on a task, I'll write down like a keyword, something to clue me in to what I'm supposed to be working on. That way, when I get off track, and it's pretty inevitable that I'll get off track, I can look down at my post it note uh, and get back on track. Now, for a long time, I would beat myself up about losing my attention and getting off track. I was trying so, so hard to concentrate. But beating myself up whenever I would fail, which was like often, (laughs) was totally counterproductive because I was elevating my stress levels and my anxiety. And when you couple high stress and anxiety with ADHD, you just create a maddening mess. But then I had a realization. I realized I am trying to make my brain work in a system that is not designed with my brain and mind. So I started to interrupt the self-deprecating thoughts and tell myself, I'm doing the best that I can with what I'm working within. I'm doing the best that I can with what I'm working within. And over time, that has really helped. I heard this reminder the other day. Thoughts are just neural pathways in your brain. So you can create neural pathways, new neural pathways by thinking new thoughts. Eventually, that new pathway becomes the new way you automatically think. And the bonus, now that I'm not cursing myself, I've begun to find the gifts of having ADHD. And there are a lot Like I can make predictions that blow people's minds. Like don't go see a movie with me. I'll ruin the ending halfway through nearly every time. Now I wouldn't have been able to see these gifts if I didn't remove the barriers to seeing them that my mind was creating by focusing on my frustrations. So now let me segue into imposter syndrome. Now imposter syndrome which is a feeling that spirals into thoughts, it can kick your ass and self-confidence to the ground. So let me define. Imposter syndrome is the feeling that you're not worthy of being in certain situations or amongst certain people. You suddenly feel underqualified and like you're going to be found out. You're going to be spotted as an imposter and people are going to see you for who you really are, someone who doesn't belong. Now, imposter syndrome hits on one of our fundamental needs as human beings, belonging. And so when we're in situations where we're feeling insecure and like an imposter, it rattles our very foundation. Now, I challenge you to do two things whenever you're feeling like an imposter. The first thing is validate yourself. Trust the work that you have put in that got you to that moment, that got you in that room or into that role. Stop yourself in the moment when you're feeling like an imposter and say to yourself, I trust the work that I have put into becoming the person that I am. I want you to hear this. You belong in whatever space you're in. You belong wherever you are. And it is so important for you to learn to trust your process. Trust the work that you've put in to make it to that room, to that space, to that boardroom, to that podium. Wherever you belong, I'm sorry, wherever you are, you belong there. You've earned it and you need to trust that. And the other thing I want to say about imposter syndrome is being an imposter is based on an idea, some external idea, an illusion of what the real McCoy is. So instead of allowing some idea out there to define what it means to be the real deal, try taking it back and define it yourself. So let me tell you a little story. So last year I was working with a woman who was absolutely brilliant in all the ways, like such a fantastic leader. And she confided in me that she was feeling like an imposter in her role. Now I was flabbergasted, but also know that imposter syndrome afflicts so many women, myself included, which is why I've been working on these strategies to overcome it. So I challenged her to take a look at her role and write down, like get pen and paper and write down what it means to be successful in that role, but not based on some abstract idea, but based on the skills that she was bringing to that role and the growth that she could see for herself in that role. And then I told her to write down All of her qualifications, all the experience she had, the blood, sweat, and tears that came with her earning that role. She earned that position. And I challenged her to make the argument why she deserved to be there. So that's your assignment, too. There is a path that you can look back at and see all the steps. All the work you put into the journey of getting you to the level you 're at now in life you level up because you've done the work to get there, and yes, leveling up can feel uncomfortable at first because you've shed some old skin you 've got to get comfortable with the expansion, and in the meantime, you still might be stuck in some ways in your old skin, and that's where imposter syndrome comes in so. So to summarize, here's what to do. Validate yourself. Look back at the work and the time you've put in that has gotten you to where you are and trust that you've earned it. Validate that. The second thing, define the role that has you feeling like an imposter based on your definition. Highlighting the brilliance you bring to the role instead of comparing yourself to some abstract illusion that has you feeling like a fake. Now get out pen and paper and do the work. Write down your journey and write down why you are the best person for the job. Make the argument. Imposter syndrome can really undermine and sabotage your work. Deal with it head on. In the same way that I couldn't see the gifts of ADHD because I was looping on the negative aspects, looking at your imposter syndrome from these different angles can perhaps show you how incredible you are. And finally, get over yourself. I mean that with so much love. Get over yourself. You have this one life. Play it big. Look, worst case, Fake it until you freaking make it. Prove to yourself that you belong there. But gosh darn it, get out of your own way. Women have a world to save. Stop looping on you and start focusing outward on how you can positively impact the world by showing up as the brilliant badass that you are. Make the most of the opportunities you're blessed with. Get out of your own way. All right. So that's what I have for you today. I'd really love it if you come chat with me. I'm on Instagram and TikTok. I'll put my handles in the show notes. Let me know if this helps you. And let me know if you found other strategies to help you overcome imposter syndrome. I'd love to hear. It is something that challenges me. I use the tools I've outlined here. I'd love to hear how you're overcoming imposter syndrome too. So thank you so much for tuning in to Permission Slip. I'm Michelle Caris, and I'm here to give you permission because maybe you've been waiting for it and the world is waiting for you. Talk with you soon.